Hey everybody, Ray Lucchese here. Jason Collier here. Welcome to another sponsored episode of the Greybeards on Storage podcast, a show where we get Greybeards bloggers together with storage assistant vendors to discuss upcoming products, technologies, and trends affecting the data center today. We're here at uh, VMware Explorer 2023. The end of the season, the end of the sessions and stuff like that, trying to figure out just what went on. So, Jason, what did you think about the show? It was interesting. Um, so, you know, between, you know, the, the random boost traffic that we had and uh, uh, just so, some, some of the meetings that I had, uh, overall interesting show. It's going to be interesting to see how, you know, VMware progresses you know, given, given the Broadcom acquisition. Yeah, period. and how that plays out is still yet to be yeah. determined. I heard that UK gave provisional approval of the, the, the acquisition, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, where it goes from there, I think the Asians are still thinking about it, and there might be one or two other European companies looking at it to some extent. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, the keynote kind of stuff, um, the Private AI Foundation was pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, it's the thing they need to do. It's obviously this large language model, Gen AI, hype, hype, hype stuff. They have <laughs> hype, to, hype, hype. That they you have gotta to follow. Say, you gotta say it because it's got AI in it, right? It's gotta follow. Yeah, well, it's it's just a game. Generative so, generative AI is, is is a thing, right? And yeah, if you're if you're not on board, then you're then you're overboard, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I, I mean, everybody saw this ChatGPT act with you know user yeah. adoption rate go sky high within like two nanoseconds and. I gotta get some of that money. There's just too much money there's being spent for us not to keep it. But you know, to, to some extent, the world from VMware and on-prem and enterprise data centers, there's this, I've got my data, you got your data, I don't wanna share mine with you and you don't wanna share yours with me. Well, I, I think that's the biggest thing with generative AI is everybody's trying to figure out how to uh, contain that within basically their select it. set of data, right? Yeah. Like, we want to use this technology. This is a great technology. There are many things that we can use it for, but we need to contain it so that so that basically our intellectual property is not Doesn't leaking out. Doesn't leak right? out. Yeah. Yeah. So the Ray on storage intellectual property, the Gray Bridge on storage intellectual property is probably feeding GPT right this very it, second. I'm sure it is. And I'm sure I'm there, so. But yeah, so it's, it's to control, it's to constrain, it's to be able to take advantage of this open source plethora of large language models that exist out there and you know creating a Jason Collier chatbot for AMD epic processors. Have stuff. you seen so have you seen the power requirements for chat GPT? Is it more than like 12 kilowatts it's, or something it's, like that? It's absolutely so it's absolutely insane. I actually saw a really good presentation. It was done by uh, uh, Bill Clayman was doing it at um, uh, Data Center World. He was doing this presentation and, and training or inferencing the uh, training component. So specifically on the training, and is it was a little bit of training and inferencing. It was a little bit. Eh, let's just say it was muddy, um, but like a Google search, like how much power does like a Google search I don't consume? Know. A kilowatt or two. Or uh, so so he had like uh, here's an LED light bulb, like one LED light bulb. It could it could power for uh, eleven seconds. Oh, okay. That's what that's what a Google search, search take, inference yeah. does. Um, a Chat GPT session is thirty six light bulbs. Thirty six light bulbs. So only thirty six x. Yeah, only thirty six x. 
Is that, is that so allowed now, from your perspective? <laughs> now, is it a light bulb LED or is it like a, you know, like a data center? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, so, 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 so that was the LED. But when you think about that, when you basically say that you uh, now have to take your data center uh, components and then scale them up 36x. Yeah, yeah. But it's only just GPUs and stuff like that. And, and Epic CPUs, of course, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's like, but but yeah, that that, that power constraint—that's a that, real thing. That's a, a real thing. There's right? a difference here between training something like ChatGPT from start with you know yes. 12 gigazillion bits of of uh, intellectual property from everybody else versus mm -hmm. taking something that's trained like Llama 2 or Llama 4 or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and 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 working working all the Jason Collier knowledge into that. So it's like transfer learning doesn't take that much, I would say, versus the, the training. I, I have, I've seen some pretty interesting companies that, that have been taking those large language models and then applying them to very, very, very specific tasks. Yeah. As in um, uh, one where they're using it for uh, training at a law firm Okay. that is training against literally all of their case data. And not only all of their case data that they've got internally within the organization, right. but basically everywhere that they practice law. Okay. So and and what the how the judges typically rule on specific things. So they're taking this all this information that they've gotten yep. over the course of decades and decades of service, and then they're right. trying to incorporate that into a chatbot. Yep. What's that take? Like one light bulb? Ten? Yeah. Fifteen? Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a couple. I, th I think I heard that, I, I don't know if you've heard the same number, but the number that I heard was it was like 10 million bucks to oh, yeah, train to, up. To train a chat GPT or a GPT-4 yeah. or something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's, and, that's, that's, you know, that's a lot of compute. A couple thousand <laughs> GPUs and you know maybe a couple 10,000 servers or chips or something, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of stuff to train from scratch. Yeah. To do transfer yes. learning is a little bit easier. There was yeah. an article a Google guy came out with that said that, you know, Something like we let the cat out of the bag. You know, training GPT is really, really tough, but transfer learning on top of GPT, mm -hmm. that's not that difficult. I mean, anybody could do it. My yeah. friend Keith there could do it on his laptop if he had a decent GPT. I think he's doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> decent chip or something like that. So the Private AI Foundation is interesting. It's got an NVIDIA version, which is all proprietary. It's all, you know, NVIDIA stack. And then it's got the open source stuff, mm -hmm. the Ray Cluster Manager. Yeah. And uh, Kubeflow and PyTorch and a couple other things. Did, yeah, you, I was write, interested. did you write the Ray Cluster Manager? I don't know why. <laughs> it seems to ring a bell from my perspective, but that's, that's a different. I've seen it before. I just never realized how um, embedded it is in AI mm -hmm. ML, ML ops. It seems like it's yeah. a a real prominent solution to some of the problems they have. It's cluster management. I'm asking myself, now why can't vSphere cluster management do what you need to do for ML ops? And apparently it's not there. And then, okay, so what about Kubernetes cluster management? You know, mm. Tanzu and all that stuff. No, it's not there. Yeah. But, uh, but right. so, so many technologies out there. They're, they're, they're like 80% of the way there. Yeah, 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 and they're, yeah. And they're not all the way there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So AI is still fast cluster, moving. Cluster management's hard. By the way, yeah. <laughs> it's like it is not it is not an easy easy thing to tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's it, so I think that's to some extent why they went with proprietary and this a reference architecture approach because the open side is moving so fast that they don't want to be locked into some proprietary approach, which is dropped uh, dropped to the floor when yeah. Nvidia GPUs are surpassed by somebody else's GPU GPUs who will remain, remain unnamed <laughs> and unidentified stuff like that. Uh -huh. So the private AI thing, I think was 
it was an obvious play yeah. for these guys. Yeah. It made sense. It, it's something they can they can afford. It's something they can they can play the the on-prem card against, and it just makes a lot of sense. So, but like I say, it's a lot of hype there. A lot of stuff going on there. Whether it's real or not, there's only a, time will tell. Well, you know what? Yeah, in that, in that hype, there's there's a lot of hype, and whenever there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of funding behind it too. Oh God, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's. Uh, it, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see where uh, you know venture capital lands. You know, over the next right. Well, it's already there. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. far as I know, the VC is spending oh, yeah. money left and right on this technology. Yep, absolutely. So part of that private AI, they mentioned something about a, a, an agreement with Hugging Face that they're going to have mm. uh, access to Hugging Face's libraries of uh, AI models and stuff like that, and and they're 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 getting closer with Hugging Face. So it's kind of an interesting play because Hugging Face is you know out there to to a large extent. It's playing the open source game, but it's mm -hmm. also playing the proprietary game. So it's kind of interesting that they would be in that space. But it is good. Like honestly, like I had no idea who they were. Until really, like we did like announcements. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, until we did announcements with them, right? Yeah, and, it's, uh, uh, and and like I had no idea that there was this like giant open source community like uh, around yeah. all this AI yeah, and all stuff. Yeah. And then and then I started going in and like like playing around with it, and I'm like, oh my god, there's there's so much. There is there's a so lot there, and they got here. their own leaderboards, and it's pretty yes. serious stuff. I always thought Kindle was the game, but it, he's the Hugging Face guy. Yeah, hey, it? you know, like, you know, whatever, GitHub, Hugging Face, man. They're hugging Face is playing. the, uh, like, AI. You talk about AI and all yeah, stuff. Exactly. It's, it is awesome, the amount of content they got up there. Yeah, yeah, that was great. So, yeah, I think that's a good play as well, and it, it obviously it sustains the open source end of things, and the, the words out of the VMware guys was, you know, this is just a start. And we're going to go after other mm -hmm. cluster managers and other frameworks and other players yep. in this space, and we'll make this happen. Which I think is good for the enterprise, because anything that we can take to make the enterprise be more persistent or at least more uh, viable in the current world no, is, absolutely. Is, is good for us. Yeah. Well, at least good for the Grabers. <laughs> good for us old guys, right? Yeah, so that was the private AI foundation stuff. I thought that was pretty good. The other thing they talked a lot about was the edge. I mean, I, and there's a lot of play in the edge now. There's lots of things going on there. There's lots of sensors moving out there. There's a lot of intelligence. They had a police car on the floor that apparently had its own LAN or something like that on there, yep. and with servers up the kazoo. Yeah, it's like so. Edge Edge is something I've been passionate about for quite some time, given you know the, my background, and where I come from, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like so. So Edge is one of these things where. Here's the standard components that we've always had that we typically would 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 associate with small to medium sized businesses. Yeah, yeah. And and you realize that that actually is now the 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 requirements of that are needing to be pushed out to the to, devices to, to effectively yeah, yeah yeah to 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 that far edge component. Um, there there are specific business cases which lend themselves very well to edge like retail is like the most common example everybody oh, yeah, always yeah, talks yeah. about right um and you know and from that perspective when you think about retail and what they need to run you know it's everything from like we need to run our point of sale system we need to run our inventory control and management security system we need to run stuff. security um we need to run basically like like there are 150 freezers 
and refrigeration units in every grocery store, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that, that have to have some place to Sensors talk to. Sensors have to, have to yeah. be yeah, some way of so, detecting so the to monitor, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, oh, and know this stuff. But at the same time, this is not a location where you've got an IT guy. No, or even an right? IT data, yeah, <laughs> or, or a data center. Yeah, it's you, a, you have even a grocery store manager, yeah, right, yeah. who knows how to plug things into an electrical socket, and if you're lucky, Unplug. knows how to plug, <laughs> plug stuff into an Ethernet yeah, board yeah, as well. Yeah, All right, yeah. so, um, so you know, honestly, I think uh, where where Edge needs to go is is really getting kind of in tune and in touch with like this whole zero touch provisioning component yeah. right yeah. where you you need to have unskilled it folks at best yeah 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 and, or, and or not, not even it that. folks yeah unskilled like folks Laborers that, 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 that can, can do stuff can basically like plug this stuff in because there, there are always those those requirements uh you think about you know your grocery store in the middle of nowhere um they probably have a lousy internet connection yeah. They have they have lousy connectivity. They've got lousy, uh, you know, support and services. But like, if you can't sell tomatoes, you got an issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you need to do whatever needs to be done to, to yeah. make that happen. So they, they're going to this. They called it a, a more of a push model rather than a pull model, I guess. I mean, they were trying to use standard vSphere services to populate the edge solutions and stuff like that, but. Just on the scale, okay, 64 node cluster and vSphere, that's easy. But these guys got thousands of retail outlets and 10,000 point of sales terminals out yeah, there. I mean, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I, have seen, I, I have seen implementations where it's like 7,000 grocery store deployments, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, yeah, there, there definitely needs to be like a, a single pane of management, right? Yeah, that single pane of glass management for 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 exceptionally large configuration scaled out clusters yeah. of components and 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 then reality is like none of that stuff's going to succeed unless you've got basically an application deployment model that's going to work on top of it yeah right? and they, they mentioned the GitOps model as, as yeah. being their their way of moving forward and it's 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 it's, it's primarily it's because method. of scale yeah, yeah, yeah. and being able to scale this thing from you know a thousand to ten thousand to Hundred thousand to a million units to be able to yep. deploy applications on all those solutions and 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 keep them up to date and stuff like that. Yeah, you would like to have vSphere, but it's not. It's just not that. Yeah, you can't. Uh, so I, yeah. I'm not sure what the GitOps model is, but it's obviously YAML scripted. Uh, you know, configuration statements, and you fire this yeah. up with a repo, and all of a sudden things start happening. Yep. Yep. Is that what it works? Is that how it works? But uh, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to comment any further <laughs> on it. I was out there. You know I saw, where I'm going to go. I know. There was an out. I was out there, and there was a hardware vendor out there that had. I must have been. I would call almost a briefcase, briefcase mm -hmm. wide, maybe even a half a briefcase thick, or no, uh, wide but thick briefcase, two servers and a witness node all together, and and mm -hmm. this is you could you could put it on the wall if you wanted to or something like. Yeah. These things are bigger. Than those yeah. those solutions that yeah, these yeah. guys had, and this was a full, this is a full vSphere environment if you mm -hmm. wanted to. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, how that plugs into the rest of the point of sale and all the other edge stuff is another uh, question. Uh, yeah, that's the kicker, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's by the way, that's the that's the hard part. That's yeah. a hard part that nobody ever tells you about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so. then and then how does that how does that zero touch provisioning piece work? 
Yeah, right. I mean, they, were, that's they mentioned the words. It was on the screen, ah. zero touch and all that stuff. But, you know, how it all plays out yep. is anybody's guess. But like they say, they're, they're going after this GitOps model and GitOps model and it's repo and it's uh, YAML files and it's, uh, you know, infrastructure is code is their game. Yeah. Only at small levels of control. I asked the guy if you could put that witness model, <laughs> witness server on a Raspberry Pi. He said, yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do it. We could do this, but you know, that's not, that's not my game anymore. So, and there was plenty of other stuff that was talked about at the store, at the, at the show. The Tanzu stuff is kind of undergoing some sort of transition. I, I, I don't understand it. I mean, to me, Tanzu always was you know, it was, uh, it was VMware's Kubernetes, right? It was how VMware spelled Kubernetes. My, my big, yeah, the, the, they said it started with a T. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> so Just like, oh, it's Kubernetes, just spelled with a T. Um, and I always kind of struggled. I like always scratched my head. I looked at everything, every single marketing slide that like came out around it. And then I'm just like, what exactly is it? Because I would go ahead and just put Kubernetes on top of it and then use like basically a CSI model to yeah, yeah. Uh, and put, got put it storage, on the storage got, anyway, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so I'm like, I got a Kubernetes cluster. I like created the whole thing. I like did the deployment and, and I'm basically using like CSI to plug into right. uh, the storage in general. And then I'm just like, why would, why would I pay for the Tanzu to do that? Yeah. I'm well, like, is it like, I don't even know if they did it like a cool, clicky, gooey UI. Uh, so that was the idea, right? I mean, so to a large extent, they, they've embedded uh, the Tanzu Kubernetes Grid TKG into vSphere core. So now you can do, you know, Tanzu, you can do Kubernetes APIs and have the back end be vSphere and stuff. And like Kubernetes guys, though, are not gooey dudes no right? <laughs> they're just like they're just like okay YAML. well maybe like, that's show a problem me a YAML. <laughs> uh, maybe that's a problem yeah you're right i'm so it's, but you've got the vmware operations yeah, team yeah, there yeah. that are gooey guys and that's they wanna, true they want to control this Kubernetes yeah. stuff i yeah i mean this is, so i don't this this is this is definitely a, a really interesting I, I i think paradigm and when you look at basically the operational models of it you look at folks that are actually deploying Kubernetes uh, applications. Solutions. And they stuff. are not the same people that are managing VMware clusters. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, they're and two that's different the, that's the bridge right? that Tanzu, yeah, to yeah. some extent, was trying to to uh, to bridge, I guess. So we're but, I, mean, I don't know what you'd do other than like give these couple of guys like like some boxing gloves and stick them in the ring and let yeah, them and do see how, out, see right? how That's the networking see, storage see, guys see, kind of thing. It's not, wins, good. Right? it's not good. It's not. It's not good when it happens. <laughs> All right. Not, not that we haven't seen this before, yeah. like in the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's going beyond that. This yeah. whole Tanzu application platform and and Tanzu Insight and and uh, you know App Engine, they're trying to make Tanzu somehow be the you know the application driver for the world so they want they want to be able to run kubernetes apps they want to be able to run you know standard cloud apps they want to be able to run vSphere apps they want to be able to control it all under tens it's a one orchestration solution to rule them all, to rule them all. <laughs> you know the ring the ring to rule them all and i thought it was just it didn't it didn't come across that way but that's what they're you know as, as you drill down into it that's what they're trying to do i said you know 
The challenge mm -hmm. is Tanzu has always meant Kubernetes. It's, it's how you spell Kubernetes in mm -hmm. VMware. And you guys are going beyond Kubernetes now. Said, yes, we mm -hmm. are. But it was never intended to be. Then they're telling me it was never intended to be Kubernetes only. I said, no, oh, God, it's no, 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 not no, the way no. I, I read it. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> not the way I read it. I'm not saying that, but it's just, it's just, it just needs to be. Yeah. I think there needs to be some content surrounding this thing, you know, from a from yeah. a viable Silverton Consulting type independent organization that could explain all this stuff. Right. No, but, I, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah it's like because there's like. You, you, you and I have been around the storage block long enough to know that there is no one ring to rule them all. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't exist. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what they want, and I understand that that's the play to a large extent to get uh, to a point where they can become, I don't know, the multi-cloud, super-cloud yeah. world view of, of, yeah. of the world. There, there is no perfect solution to solve every problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, 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 are, there are solutions to solve a lot of different problems, and yeah. there are a lot of different solutions. You got to have the right toolbox, and you got to have the right tools in those toolboxes. Yeah, right. And I think, to some extent, that's the way VMware started. Yeah. And they've kind of gone away from that as they've gotten larger and larger to try to, you know, increase adoption, move beyond the, the, the. It was. It's not the dev. It wasn't the DevOps in those mm -hmm. days, but those techies that, that were running the systems and stuff like that, and they're. It is what it is. They. That, that's what they need to do. They understand the game. It's just. It's. Uh, it's the branding stuff is just kind of messy at this point, you know, to some extent. So the other thing that we rolled out, vSAN Max was rolled out finally. These guys are starting to take the gloves off from a storage perspective. Petabytes of storage, disaggregated storage, no longer, you know, HCI solution and stuff like that. I mean, that's good news. I think there's, you know, there's obviously other things they need to add to that to make it uh, really be a storage player, but it's, they're starting to, go down that path. I, and I think there are a lot of opportunities in the market in general as far as like the, the whole disaggregation component comes. Yeah. Um, there, there are a lot of things that are starting to happen. There are a lot of technologies that are starting to... You think it's CXL or yeah. something like that? <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> but yeah, you know, I asked the question, no. I didn't get any answer on CXL. <laughs> but, but, but it's like it, it, things like that that are starting to show where more disaggregated components are going to actually come together, and you can you can have this unified framework right. on 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 which you can utilize this stuff. And I mean, it's I, so RFC nineteen twenty five. If you hear me talk oh about this you all keep the time, call, you keep talking like, about I'm, this I'm, thing. I'm what, keep this saying like it. ten years old. What? Well, then, so so what? I think truth number five: every old idea will be proposed again with a new name, new presentation, regardless of whether it works. Yeah. SGI built this shit years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they built it in twenty, like the year two thousand or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Origin three thousand. Yeah, all this disaggregated stuff existed. Yeah, they had it. They had basically here's here's your basically here's your router brick that right. would plug in. Here's your CPU bricks, your memory bricks, your uh, storage bricks, PCI, all that stuff would like plug in. And here's this disaggregated thing. Now you start to hear about like, oh hey, well we it's could do this disaggregated thing. Shared memory was in the mainframe, oh, yeah? and and the nineteen eighties. Okay, it was it was a thing they were talking about. It might not have been gigabytes; it yeah, was yeah, probably yeah. megabytes, but it was still it was. Still it was sick. the same thing. Yeah, but uh, so vSAN Max, I think, is a good play. It's just it's it's going to piss off all the storage vendors, but it's yeah. it's been in the play you know, playbook for a while. They're just kind of yeah. starting to roll it out. Yeah. 
a lot of updates to the workspace stuff. I, I, I just, it's not my area. I don't know what's going on. They, they mentioned autonomous workspaces. I said, what the hell is an autonomous workspace? It's just a, you know, it's just a, a dumb terminal that you're loading apps on and stuff yeah, like that. Once again, Boy. like every old idea. Yeah. Goes again. It's like timeshare, only a little bit better. I won't go there. But it's, it's sort of that game. And it's, so there, there's some updates there, this whole digital experience, you know, they're, they're trying to do some better monitoring of how you and I would use these terminals. And, can, and, can we and do a 3270 into it? Yeah. <laughs> don't go there, okay? I've been there, I know that. I don't need to know, I don't even need to talk 3270s, about it. 3270s, come on, we're gonna be surprised what we did with 3270. You can do an amazing amount of stuff with Trust the 3270. Yes, 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 don't go there. All right, the other thing that came out was the NSX Plus. They've been rolling it out bits and pieces over the last couple of years. It's like another one of these things, uh, one network to rule them all. I mean, they want to be the orchestrator for all networks uh, for your data center. So AWS, Azure, Google Cloud, VMware, they want to be able to have that level of co codependency, simplicity, <laughs> cooperation, or whatever. They want, so the problem to some extent, and I'm not a network guy, there might be some other network guys in the room and stuff like that, but, you know, the problem they say is networking. So when I run you know, apps on AWS or I run apps on, in my on-prem or apps on Azure, setting up the networking is a nightmare. Yeah, is this it? is an overlay on an overlay on yeah, an overlay yeah, on an like overlay that. on an overlay. So the, I thought there was only seven levels of here. On an overlay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't forget oh. about the last overlay. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. oh, and these are all sitting there at like levels that are, no, it's, it's, and when you try to actually go through and like expose services, like say you're setting up Kubernetes cluster and things like that. Um, I, d I did one where I was uh, setting up like this Kubeflow uh, thing, doing some AI ML training mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And, but the networking, a flipping nightmare, was right? It? Oh, setting up the Kubeflow one, there's like, I, I don't even know. There are like a like hundred different containers that are running underneath that. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Basically, oh, but it, and this specific part is communicating on this overlay this network, and this is doing overlay. this microservice communicating on that overlay network, and all all all, the, all this crap. And then I'm just like, how do I even expose these services, right? And I'm just like sitting so there looking at like you know my metal LB configuration and being like, oh my god, what is this thing? looking like and how do I expose it? Oh, and then I'm doing it on a network where I gotta like go through like proxy connections and all this stuff and I'm just like, and it was a train wreck. They hit an iceberg. I think right? you want NSX it's like, Plus. That's what, and you're, and you're, that's, it, that's yeah. what you want, that's yeah. what you need. That's what VMware believes, it, it's the gameplay. That, I, that it's, it's just, a not, well, networking I, is a challenge. Well, I tell you what, it's too damn complicated. And, and here's the thing, you know, that when it gets too damn complicated, I always think about the classic game mousetrap, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, here's this thing, like, oh, so you go through and you crank all these things, and then like, and this is how it all works. Like, and this is the networking in your data center. And then I just think about, like, here's this wooden thing with a spring on it. Yeah. Exactly. Man, that's a hell of a lot better at catching mice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I, I look at basically what we've got running in data centers right now, and I'm just like, oh, my God, if you could make this thing any more complex. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I like, I think it needs to it needs to get simpler. I mean, I, I just have a single Unix Linux system, and I'm just trying to connect it to my homeland. And, you know, it, it's it's it's. It's not simple. It, it's not simple. It's not as simple as it needs and, to be. And in protocol design, perfection hasn't been met when there's nothing left to add but nothing left to take away. Ah, right? Famous words. Yeah. 
1925. <laughs> Don't go that there. That's truth number 12. <laughs> it is. Again, protocol design, perfection hasn't been reached, and there's nothing left to add, but when there's yeah. nothing left to take away. Yeah. And we have gotten to a point where all of the stuff that we're doing in the cloud-native workspace is a freaking giant mousetrap. And I think we really need to figure out ways to simplify it and not make it more complicated. Yeah, I think VMware is trying to go down that path, but in the, in the process, because of everything they have to control, it's become more, make complex. It more complicated. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> okay. making it more complicated. Yeah. And I, you know, you'd have to strip out, you'd have to, yeah, sad to say, you'd have to strip out vSphere and, 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 and ESXi and start over again. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. Not, not in my lifetime, maybe in yours, I don't know. But. So the other thing that came out was this, they're starting to roll out more, they're starting to roll out chatbots. So they've got Tanzu chatbot, they've got a NetSX Plus chatbot, they got a, a user's work, a, a workspace, an autonomous workspace chatbot uh, assistant, quote unquote, right? They're not calling them chatbots, but they're assistants. <laughs> and, and, and why? Well, I mean, the view is that, you know, here I am. I'm a dumb networking guy. I've got control over it. i got NSX i got to deal with. Tell me what I'm looking at. What should I do? How do I get this thing to connect? Please, please help me. So are, so, so are they trying to sell this as like this is their little self-contained chatbot that is, going, is here to help? It's trained on vSphere and VMware knowledge and NSX and Tanzu and, and uh, Workspace ONE, and it, it'll, it'll help you understand what you're seeing, it'll help you recommend solutions to the problems you're seeing, and there'll be links there. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like ChatGPT only plugged into vSphere. Well, it's like Clippy, the paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to go there. There's plenty of problems with yes. chatbots in the past and there continue to be problems but to some extent no it's it yeah it's way better than what yeah ever it's way before. better than clippy ever was yeah. thank <laughs> god and and uh, hopefully it'll 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 improve but you know the problem is yeah you can't get there without taking these baby steps so you have to put these chatbots out there and find out what's working and what's not working and and, and see if you can't you know, get them to, to work better. Now, the next question is, they, are, are they just putting it out there to say, like, look, hey, this is what we're doing? And it's a, it, was, it was a big announcement. It's I don't know if it was tech preview. It could have been tech preview, but my guess is not, you know, because they, they, uh, they were pushing it pretty hard. That's kind of... It's, it's, like, just, it's like it's a marketing dollar spend. <laughs> possibly. But, you know, it's, it's like this, this private AI. They took this private AI yeah. idea and, and applied it to NSX knowledge base and applied it well, to... the private Tanzu. AI, I think the, the private AI industry itself, like, and basically training um, large language models on your data sets, yeah, yeah. Is, that is going to be a huge industry. Yeah. Period. And then, I mean, that is going to be huge. It was. It was the probably the number one announcement this this week at yeah. vSphere, or VMware's conference. And Explorer. and literally the amount of of horsepower that you need sitting in a rack to do this stuff is insane. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, I think one of the the things that folks, if if you're running your own data centers out there, or if you're running your own cloud. Uh, components but want to train on that you mm. be, be prepared for for some cost a, a bill yeah. <laughs> cost shock get like uh that. yeah get ready for it because it's it's a uh, the the amount the amount of power required for that is just absolutely insane yeah and note the the ceo of nvidia was also here at the show yeah, on yeah, that yeah, floor yeah. and they were you know 
they were hawking the NVIDIA proprietary version yeah. of Private AI Foundation, and, and that I, makes a lot of sense. The good, it's a good link up and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Jensen knows what he's talking about <laughs> like yeah, on this yeah. stuff. And, and it's, it's, certainly, a, it's certainly the it's wave a huge of the future. Market. Yeah, but. it's a huge market, um, and it's a you know it's a it's, it's a huge opportunity. But there's there's going to be a lot of challenges for us to hit it from a data center perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like well, if you're thinking about doing this stuff on prem, like I said, if you're thinking about doing it on prem or in the cloud, think about money. Think about money. Think about all those GPUs. Think about the value like that. Uh, that that this is going to be to your company, and if the value matches yeah. how much you're going to have to spend for it, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the challenge is, you know, how to get, how to get corporate governance and, and, and no. privacy considerations and all that stuff. And, and, you know, if you put it in your chatbot and your chatbot's public, you know, mm, yeah. what are you going to reveal with that? And what, what aren't you going to reveal right. with that? So there, there are plenty of challenges in this space to come for the next decade or more. So, yep. yeah, yeah. And the other thing, obviously, is the Broadcom thing is still plugging away. The guy, the CEO of Broadcom, was there. They gave a nice, you know, session view of what he was talking about, and you know, it's 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 more competitive, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, seems like it's going okay. It's, I just fear what's going to happen when it actually kicks in. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, VMware has been very innovative over the yeah. course of the last twenty-five years. They right. they've sort of led the market, and then the market adoption is is yeah. a you know a response to that. And and they're they're there because they've been innovative. Yep. And if they close off or stop the innovative engine, it's going to be a challenge. I was thinking the other day when you took if you took Pat Patchy, who was kind of very innovative kind of guy, and yep. you took like Submit and and Ragu and put them together. I think you make a patchy between the two of them. <laughs> maybe one, maybe not, you know, more than one, but the problem with patchy is how do you replace a guy like that? And I think they have, but it, it took multiple people to make it happen. Yeah, and it's, it, 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 you know, it's, it's never gonna be, it's never Perfect. gonna be him, right? Yeah, yeah. That's doing it. And, and it's fine that it's there, it's different. It is just, it is just a different growth paradigm, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's, it, you, you've got a company that now is focused on very different metrics. Yeah, 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 and, and how's that gonna play out in this space? From an operational perspective, they, yeah. they run companies very different yeah. than what Pat used to run it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and and, and Ragu and, and Sumit have pretty much kept the patchy model from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. And the Broadcom thing is going to look a different world. How that plays out is yet to be determined. It's we will we will find out. It was interesting. They said it's it's on track to be end of October timeframe. Kind of close the deal, which is pretty impressive. Seeing how yeah. it's all going. No. Okay. So I, I can't think of anything else. I thought the floor was pretty busy and packed Monday night. It was craziness. Yeah. It, it seemed like it was bigger. The the hands-on lab seemed a lot bigger than it used to be. But I haven't been to hands-on lab in a couple of years, a couple of VMware explorers, so I don't know. But it seemed like it was huge, quite frankly. And then uh, I, don't, I didn't hear anything about participation, how many people they were here. They usually try to mention that sort of stuff, but they I stopped mentioning that. I heard. I'm not going to mention it. Okay, don't mention the number. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. It looked like it was up from last year. Oh well. Any event. <laughs> I think that's it. That's a wrap. Anything else you want to talk about the show? I no. Like other than that, uh, the uh, you know I think honestly it was a good show. Um, 
always like getting out here. Always yeah, like getting. They, they to do a good them. show. They put on a good show. They did, did a nice you. job with the analysts. They got us all, you know, well lubricated and all that stuff. And then had the execs come out and talk to us a couple of times, a Q and A session. So I thought it was good from that perspective. I think that's a wrap, gents. Thanks for being here and listening to our show. <laughs> Pay attention. Uh, like us on Spotify, Apple, and Google, and uh, we'll go from there. Until next time. Next time, we will talk to another system storage technology person. Any questions you want us to ask, please let us know. And if you enjoy our podcast, tell your friends about it. Please review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, as this will help get the word out.